Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to cover a number of topics today. And we're going to start out with uh, voting machines, ballot boxes. And I'm going to be very, very blunt on why you cannot trust any election in America. Elections as we know them are over. And I'll talk a little bit about what's going on here in Arizona, but uh, it's not just Arizona. It's everywhere. It's across the planet. And we'll talk about why no one seems to be able to do anything about it, at least in America. Now, if you're in a foreign country, there's a lot that's happening. We're going to get to that here in just a minute. But first, we've got a couple of sponsors we got to take care of here. One is our storable food sponsor, My Patriot Supply. They are the largest in the country. They are the best in the country. They have not raised prices in years. And they have a $250 off special, the three-month emergency kit. And people say, well, Dave, I want more than three months. Things could get really bad. I agree. I agree. But three months is where you start. And you just add on your order. Three months, three months, three months. So what do you get? You get restaurant-quality food. You get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Lots of diversity. You won't get sick of eating the same thing. And you're going to have food that you can use for 25 years. That's how long the shelf life is. So go to food with dave.com that's food with dave.com and we're going to do our breaks a little differently today we're going to break them up across the board as we go but uh, i want to jump right into our first topic and our first topic has to do with why can't we have free and fair elections the answer voting machines and ballot boxes How many of you saw the movie, the documentary by Dinesh D'Souza, 2,000 Mules? Best piece of work I have ever seen on the topic. His standard of proof to prove fraud was so high, what his conclusions were were irrefutable. And he logistically and statistically illustrated how the election was stolen. It wasn't like there was a few ballots that were stolen, but not enough to make a difference. There were way more than enough to make a difference, and his burden of proof, as I indicated, was ridiculously high. You know what we did in Arizona? In response to Dinesh's work, people in Arizona said, you know what, we're going to videotape the ballot boxes now. We're going to observe the voter rules that you have to be so far away from a voting activity, and we're not going to harass anybody, but we're just going to videotape what they're doing, 
how many ballots they're dropping off, and the license plate of their car. And do you know what they found? People pull up, they were ready for this. They had covered their license plates, so we couldn't identify who they were. They did their best to disguise their appearance and stay in the shadows, so to speak. They really like to operate at night. But nonetheless, people were still videotaping, and many illegal actions in Maricopa County were caught on tape in this last election cycle. But here comes a liberal judge, and they're all liberal, and I'll explain a little bit why later. But here comes a liberal judge who says, you may not videotape people who are dropping off ballots. Really? The law says you can videotape anything that your eyes can see. That's what the First Amendment says. Additionally, you can videotape if you're outside the zone of prohibition of interference in a voting activity. And if all you're doing is videotaping, you're not disturbing the process. No one knows how someone votes because they pull up to a ballot box. That's not known. So your voting choice is certainly not compromised. But it didn't stop a corrupt judge from saying, you may not do that and you will go to jail if we catch you videotaping. In other words, you have a judge who is willfully protecting illegal activity in a voting process. I'll say it again. You have a judge who's willfully protecting potential illegal activity by acting unconstitutionally against the rights, the First Amendment rights of the general public. Let me shift to Maricopa County for a minute here. We've had some uh, developing news come across our way. And as I predicted, all of the lawsuits from the three major offended parties for the Attorney General, Secretary of State, and the Governor's race have all gone in the favor of the Democrats. And the Katie Hobbit party has now won. And this is the biggest ripoff I have ever seen. This makes 2020 look like an honest election. Let's start for a minute with Carrie Lake. Let's take what happened in her lawsuit and trace it through to the present day. Well, first of all, what we know is that thousands, tens of thousands of people in Maricopa County were disenfranchised from voting. There's no question. The people lined up at Maricopa County Board of Supervisors public meeting. They got their two minutes, and they told their story after story after story. Even three county election officials testified that they witnessed on their own hundreds of people disenfranchised. Let's look at the very beginning and the origins of what happened. On the day before the election, it is state law that beta testing must take place for all relevant equipment, which they supposedly did. Unfortunately, we know that they couldn't have, or if they did, it wasn't done completely and thoroughly. The major issue is that the tabulators did not work. And then secondarily, the printers were printed on the wrong size and wouldn't print a ballot that would go through the machines. 
And there's no question this happened tens of thousands of times. In fact, it's been documented in 59% of the election centers in Maricopa County. This is precisely what did happen. And we know that thousands of people were told, well, okay, you've registered, but you can drop your vote here in drawer three. Well, let me tell you what happened with drawer three. First of all, there was no chain of custody. Secondly, in drawer three, we know that at least two of the centers, and I've been told now it's six, that they co-mingled drawer three votes with votes that had already been counted, so therefore they could not now be counted. You don't get it wrong this many times and have it be a single operator error, a human error. This was a coordinated effort. Now, let's talk about why. Carrie Lake won almost three out of four ballots on day of voting in Maricopa County. Three out of four. That vote for Katie Hobbit to be elected had to be suppressed. Had to be suppressed tremendously. Do we have any proof of that? Well, yes, we do. The Treasury race with Kimberly Yee, her race received over 100,000 more votes than the governor's race. Now, can someone explain to me why 100,000 voters woke up on Election Day and said, you know, I don't care too much about the governor's race, but I really care about the Treasury race. Let's go vote for that and only that. Does that even make sense? Well, of course it doesn't. But it shows the missing votes. And let's talk about the failures. The failures came from machinery that were not centrally connected. Now, here's where this gets really bizarre. I was suspecting, and I said so at my Arizona Tea Party presentation, I was suspecting that the votes, how how do I say this tactfully? No, there's no way to say it tactfully. The votes themselves were cast, but rejected. What ends up happening next is you have this widespread failure on the opening. I said, without centrally located devices that are connected to each other, you would have to have hundreds of people involved in a conspiracy and this would be difficult to keep under wraps so that would be an argument on behalf of the establishment but on the other hand ladies and gentlemen if you could take these machines out because they shared a certain frequency then you could do it i've been sent from the wife of an intel officer from an unknown location Maps of planes that did just what I described. I said, but it's not enough. We need more proof. And I raised this at my presentation of the Arizona Tea Party. And someone who was there specifically to hear me speak said, I have been to the Deer Valley Airport, which is located North Phoenix. And I have seen such equipment. And it is flown out of there, and it does manipulate elections. Now, this person did share this openly. People don't know his name. I do. I asked him if he'd be willing to come on my show 
and testify to this. And he was very hesitant, and I could see the fear overcome him in his face. But I believe this is how the machinery was taken down. Planes with frequency. Attacking machines responding to a singular frequency so they would fail in mass. I've been sent, like I said, corroborating evidence from another party that showed the circular pattern of these planes that left the Deer Valley Airport. Who controls the Deer Valley Airport in the region where these planes left? It would be the Phoenix Police Department. And who would ultimately be in charge of the Phoenix Police Department? It would be the mayor of Phoenix. And who is the mayor of Phoenix? Her name is Kate Gallego. What's significant about her? One, her husband's in Congress, and he's one of the biggest Marxist communists you've ever seen. But that doesn't really tell you a whole lot. It just tells you the mindset. But Kate Gallegos is well acquainted with the World Economic Forum. And the World Economic Forum is dedicated to the takedown of all Western nations. Does anybody dispute that? Their energy policies alone and the fact that they're subjecting citizens from all these nations to death and destruction to for those nations that will have a hard time getting through this winter. But here's the interesting thing. Kate Gallego, mayor of Phoenix, being in charge of this alleged electronic equipment that sabotaged the voting machines, she was trained by Klaus Schwab. Yes, you can look it up. She was part of the Young Global Leaders Program. And the thing that I say to all of you is how many conspiracies well let me back up and i'll ask it a different way how many coincidences does it take to make a legitimate conspiracy you would have to be an amazing coincidence theorist to say that 59 percent of the election centers in the lar- one of the largest counties in the united states maricopa county all failed at the same time in the same way with machines that were not centrally connected to anything such as the internet how could that possibly be explained and then let's add to the fact that i've seen the overlay of maps where these centers went down and guess what they're in heavy republican areas and some of the centers pulled their Sharpie gate BS again. Almost slipped. Yes, where their votes didn't count, they were handed Sharpies. This is what happened in 2020 when votes were disallowed in heavy Republican areas in Southeast County of Maricopa County, Fien- uh, not Phoenix, but Chandler and Gilbert heavy conservative areas and the people were so incensed that their votes didn't count that george soros funded sheriff came out and threatened these people with jail if they did not disperse it's amazing how many of you can start connecting the dots here with this scenario that's how the machines were problematically done now by the way we have now what appears to be 290,000 290,000 
chain of custody failures in ballots. We appear to have somewhere around 90 to 96,000 ghost ballots. People that don't. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time don't exist 42 percent of the ballots that were chosen at random for the trial that carrie lake alleged that the election was stolen from her these ballots 42 percent didn't contain proper documentation, signature verification. And then additionally, the ones that did were verified by AI. Even the Attorney General of Arizona, who has done nothing to ever correct voter fraud except shoot his mouth off and not follow through, even he issued a statement that said that's not legal under Arizona law. That right there should have invalidated the election. Right there. The widespread failure of the machines and the disenfranchisement of voters, the judge said in his ruling, well, there was no proof that voters were disenfranchised. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
do people have to pick up kids? Do people have doctor's appointments? Do people are can they just allow three to five hours to vote? And then there were people that were kicked out of line who were in line to vote on election night because of the failures of these machines. That's illegal. It's unconstitutional. It's almost more interesting, too, the judge saying that none of those things mattered. That's what was proven in Kerry Lake's trial. That was proven. The judge said, it doesn't matter, you didn't prove anything. And here's what the judge did to assure his ruling. The law simply says to overturn an election, you have to show that the results of the election uh, and the methods of the election were conducted in such a way as you can't trust the outcome. The margin of victory for Katie Hobbit over Kerry Lake was 17,000 votes. We have gone way beyond the proof of questioning that number of ballots and then many, many more times over. That's your standard of proof. If you can prove that more than 17,000 ballots were affected by any process that was improper, and if the election was redone, one might reasonably assume there could be a different outcome, then you have to have a new election. That's what the law says. But here's what Judge Peter, I'm crooked as a, you know what, Thompson, what he said in in his preliminary ruling. He said, you have to prove this was done intentionally. So, unless you were flying in one of those airplanes, or you were at an election center and you watched drawer three boxes be commingled, you could simply say, well, that was human error. They didn't mean to do that. Gee whiz, it was just an accident. And you don't prove the case. The judge took the law and put a higher standard of proof than the law required. Because he knew he was fixing the outcome. It didn't matter how good Carrie Lake's facts were. It didn't matter. She could never have met that burden. No one could ever have met that burden. And in municipalities where they have overturned elections and redone them, they never would have been able to prove that if that was the standard. This judge is a crook. He's as big a crook as Bill Gates, the chairman of the Board of Supervisors, Jack Sellers, China's best friend on the Board of Supervisors, and Stephen Reischer, the man who never met a lie about elections that he didn't like. They're all crooks, every single one of them. But the one thing that people don't seem to really understand is this election was stolen just as much by Republicans as it was by Democrats. Now, if you buy into the plain frequency attack theory, which I think is a legitimate, logical, should be going out to Deer Valley Airport with search warrants, although I would assume that they would have destroyed the evidence by now. But that's Democrats. Kate Gallegos pulling her crap was Democrat. Katie Hobbs, and we'll, you know, in fact, let's shift to Katie Hob- Hobbit for a second. And that's what she is. She is a hobbit. Katie Hobbit was the Secretary of State at the time of the election. Katie Hobbit was supervising an election in which she was a participant. And you say, well, Dave, that is unethical. That's true. And probably illegal under federal, state, and local law, which is a fact. But is there any proof she did anything wrong that would have favored her by misusing her role as the Secretary of State to help her candidacy in the governor's race? Well, the answer is just the fact that she commingled the duties is proof enough to throw the election out. But let's go even further. 
Katie Hobbit, Katie Hobbit, actively suppressed local government reaction to how votes would be handled. Let me give you an example. The county commissioners in Cochise County, which borders the Mexican border, they said, after we conduct our state-required use of voting machines to count the votes, we are then going to verify this vote with a hand count. Now, if the election is honest, should anyone be denying that entity that right to do so? Should anyone care? Unless they have something to hide. So what Katie Hobbit did is she told these people, if you do not certify the election as per the machines, and if you attempt to certify or justify a different position by a hand count following the machine count, you will go to jail and you'll be charged with a felony. One more instance to mention here. Ron Gould, who I used to know, I used to go on a show, I've been on a show a few times, and he's a former state legislator. He also is uh, the uh, chairman of the Board of Supervisors for Mojave County in the northern part of Arizona, bordering Nevada. He came out in the certification vote and said, quote, under duress, I certify this election. I have been threatened with being charged with a felony and thrown in prison if I do not certify. Well, I guess my question one would be, why would you even bother to have a certification vote if the people certifying aren't allowed to say, I don't certify because I have questions? Why even have a vote? What is this, just a loyalty pledge to the new thief who stole the election? That's how it appears. So, Back to the original question. Should Katie Hobbit have allowed to be st- stay the Secretary of State, supervise the election, and make rulings connected to the election that favored her position for becoming governor? Well, of course not. But Judge Peter I'm a Communist Thompson said, there's no violation there. Certainly, the Fox can watch the in-house. What could possibly go wrong? Are you shaking your head yet? Are you just in absolute disbelief? Well, we're not done. But let me take a quick break here, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to tell you about our merchandise store. We have a brand new merchandise store where we have, it's pretty cool. You know those coffee cups you see on YouTube and our TV show? Yeah, we have those for sale now at a greatly discounted price. Coupon code DAVE10 at DaveHodgesMerch.com. And those... Merchandise, the hoodies, shirts that have all our sayings like you can't dodge the Hodge. They're all there for sale. Check it out. DaveHodgesMerch.com. Coupon code Dave10 to take 10% off. One of the key issues that came up in the election, but uh, and this one was uh, charge was allowed to stand, is that uh, Carrie Lake contested the election based on the fact that the printer settings changed on election day, which is not allowed. You have to do the beta test of the equipment the day before and then leave them alone if they're working properly. But what's interesting is the Arizona uh, elections director, Scott Jarrett, 
he admitted under oath that the ballot on demand printers had issues on election day and those settings, those printer settings were changed on election day. That's a crime. That's illegal. Didn't matter to this communist judge, Peter Thompson. Let me give you the actual statistic here on this. 42.5% of the ballots were illegally printed on election day. They couldn't go through the tabulators, which means the settings had to be changed to 19-inch settings, which was illegally done because you can't do that after certification. And by the way, many of the machines and the printers were not tabulated. The judge wouldn't even look at the machine tabulation, and he said the printers were non-sequitur, so he disallowed that claim. This is absolutely incredible. So what I came up with was this, and here's a statement that I made uh, before this communist judge, and I could see where he was going with this the whole time. Here's a statement I made. I said, all of the allegations that have been made and upheld, and I'm going to get to later the evidence that was thrown out, but all of the evidence will not matter to this corrupt Judge Thompson. He gutted Kerry Lake's case. He said it was okay if Hobbit rules over her own election, as I just said, and legally participates in the abuse of power with her illegal participation in the election as Secretary of State, from which she's the governor. The judge sanctioned this abuse. Also, too, Katie Hobbit, as Secretary of State, demanded that Twitter take down several of Carrie Lake's Twitter postings, of which they did. If that doesn't constitute election interference, I don't know what does. But this judge said that's no violation of law. She had the right to request that. Well, she might have had the right to request it if she wasn't the Secretary of State. She abused her power, and this is election interference, and now the judge is an accomplice to this crime, and he should be disbarred. The other thing, too, and I mentioned this earlier, the level of evidence that Carrie Lake was told she'd have to prove in order to win her case and that this bar is just incredibly high, and it protects the integrity of elections, and we must assume all elections are honest. Well, if you're assuming that, then why even have a trial? That's that's my first question. But then the other thing here is this is a civil action. This is not a criminal trial. This is not prove your case beyond a reasonable doubt. That's a criminal trial. This was a civil trial. And civil trials are based on the notion that if you have 51% of the evidence on your side, if you have a preponderance of the evidence, then that uh, case is won by the litigant that has 51% of the evidence on their side. That's called preponderance of the evidence in a civil trial. But that's not what happened. This judge improperly applied a criminal standard. He just makes up, throws into this civil lawsuit, so there is absolutely no way that Carrie Lake could prove her case. She had point after point after point on the two parts of her suit that were not dismissed. And as we know, 80% of her lawsuit was thrown out, including the tweets including supervising and acting on your own election as the Secretary of State. This is just beyond belief. And I'm going to say this to you here, and I could go into more, but you get the idea. There is no point 
in voting any longer. Not in the way that we vote. We had clear and convincing evidence that voter fraud was taking place at the ballot boxes the same as Dinesh D'Souza approved it in 2000 mules. We had clear video of people dropping more than one ballot in a ballot box with their license plate covered up, which to me is right there a prima facie admission of guilt that you're doing something illegal and wrong when you cover up your license plate. People were trying to dress in ways that they could not easily be identified. And then the Democratic Party took this process to court. Now, the law says this, and the Supreme Court has held that you are allowed to videotape anything your eyes can see unless you're in a restricted area. So if you're within, what is it, 500 feet of an election center, or I forget what the distance is, then you cannot film that action. But if you are outside that perimeter, the law says you could film that action. Well, a Democratic judge came along again and said, oh, I don't think you can do that. Uh, We're banning all filming of ballot boxes, no matter what your distance is. That's unconstitutional. It's illegal. But it shows you the judges. Now, people say, Dave, why are all the judges so corrupt when it comes to elections? Why do they either summarily dismiss cases? Because, as they said in 2020, Donald Trump didn't have standing in his own election. That's what they said. Why do they do that? And why do they apply standards of law which are inappropriate applied? And the answer is because these black robe bastards are upwardly mobile. They're political. They know that some of the politicians they are ruling to favor will someday maybe appoint them to a higher judgeship. They're playing politics. It's plain and simple. They're certainly in the... The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. The case of Peter Thompson not applying the law where you bring in clear criminal standards to justify a civil ruling. That's why. And there's no point in voting any longer. You see, let's take a 30,000 foot view for a second, shall we? The left, under the auspices and supervision of the Democratic Party, they control, they control the elections, they control the media, they control professional sports, they control K through 12 education, they control the university system, they control all the pressure points. Now, about 70% of the country, it's estimated, is center-right. That means 30% of the country is subjugating 70% of the country in violation of constitutional principles. And the 70% are doing nothing. And let me explain to you why this is true. And I have said this a few times, and I'm going to keep saying it until people realize it's true. Right now, there are four nations in South America that are on the verge of civil war. One, a coup d'etat has already been executed because of a reaction to a corrupt election and the improper placement of a communist in power in government in Peru. 
and the military and substantial powers removed this person. That's one. Number two, the Brazilian government, the newly elected, criminally elected with the help of Dominion voting machines, Chinese participation, they stole the Brazilian election from Bolsonaro, and the military is saying, we don't trust the machines, we don't trust the elections, therefore we're not abiding by this result. They are in a standoff which could result in a civil war in which the Chinese military enters, because the Chinese want Brazil so badly. And then you have Argentina. You have similar cases where the people are up in arms protesting by the hundreds of thousands because they don't trust their election results. Now, what's the difference between a South American election result and the reaction of the citizens in South America and the reactions of people in America? Well, that answer is really simple. Here in America, we're deceived by the length of our continuity of government. We have been a continuous government for nearly two and a half centuries. And we've been through good, we've been through bad, we've been through insurrection, we've been through civil war, world wars, poverty, extreme civil disobedience, we've been through it all. But at the end of the day, America marches on. Unfortunately, the people in the country today don't have the ability to apply the lessons of history and a sociological, political analysis of what life is really like in America today. And they don't realize. They fail to realize. This is absolutely incredible. They fail to realize that this country is over. As I just mentioned, the centers of power, the left controls, this has never happened before. Christians are being arrested for praying in front of abortion centers, even when they're not confronting the abortionists. This is a direct assault upon the First Amendment freedom of religion. People are involved in culture cancel culture. You have the FBI and the CIA involved in Twitter, and you know they're also involved in Facebook and all the other big tech media. This has never happened in America before. The town square is no longer the town square. It's the red square as in the communist Red Scare. In South America, they have never known continuity of government. In South America, if you don't act today, you could be subjugated and killed tomorrow. Just look at Venezuela. So what do people do? Well, they invoke emergency reactions. They organize the citizens. These people answer the call to arms, and they do what's necessary to overthrow their government. Problem is, in South America, is even though they've had several successful coups against tyrants, usually it's another tyrant that replaces the previous tyrant. But these people act in South America. We are deluded in believing that this is like a bad storm that will pass over. This is a bad storm that has infected every aspect of American life, and there is likely no coming back from it. Now, if we could mobilize the American consciousness to the point where the South Americans are and we could get people to see the true threat that exists, we would have a fighting chance. But that would also open the door for Biden to invoke the illegal treaty that was never approved by the Senate, enacted by Biden and John Kerry before they left office. And that would be the Kigali principles, where they would bring in 28 signatory nations 
to subjugate any uprising at the behest of the formal U.S. government. Now that leads to another question. Will the military go along with this? The answer is yes and no. And it depends. And you go, what do you mean it depends? Well, we're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll tell you all about it. One of the other areas that I wanted to touch on here was what I feel is coming up. Doug Thornton, my broadcast partner on the Doug and Dave Intel Report, uh, we've been talking about this quite a bit. Uh, We are now putting Patriot missiles in Ukraine, and those Patriot missiles can only be manned by U.S. personnel. takes years to train. And they would be used to kill Soviet, excuse me, Russian soldiers. And this is a direct attack of America on Russian personnel. And how do you think Putin is going to respond to this? Personally, I don't think he's going to take it very well. Now, Chip Roy has given us some indication from what could be happening from this. Chip Roy, of course, is a congressman from Texas, and he's one of the few people who I trust in Congress. He is not a rhino. He's a constitutionalist. And most importantly, he's a dad. And do you remember last year when he railed and railed against Congress passing the bill to draft both genders? Do you remember that? And he said, not my daughter. Hell no, you're not getting my daughter. And he is now speaking about the possibility of a draft. Now, why would a draft be needed? Because if we expand the war with Patriot missiles, that's provocative. Putin has no choice if he wants to save face with the oligarchs and the Russian people. He has to respond in kind. And what we're looking at right now, ladies and gentlemen, is something that is wholly unacceptable. That we could be expanding this war, our kids could be drafted, and we go fight for the thug Zelensky. Nazi, a thug, a trafficker, you name it, he is a bad, bad dude. There's a reason why all these years we never had a treaty agreement with Ukraine. Well, there's actually two reasons. One, it was the criminal playground for the Clinton Foundation, for Hunter Biden, for Mitt Romney, for Paul Pelosi and son. It, it was the criminal back. It was the criminal playground. And we know, too, that uh, a lot of the work on coronavirus took place at biolabs in Ukraine, shipped to Wuhan, refined, sent to America so they could change the elections. But anyway, I digress. Let's go back to this fact. Here's what I want to know from all of you. Are you going to capitulate to a draft in which your kids could be coming back from Ukraine in body bags? Are you going to say, oh, yeah, that's just fine with me? Um, Now, what is really fueling this war? Well, there's two factors here. One is the World Economic Forum wants a great extinction-level event. This is what Harari said, the number two person in the WEF. And so the war will greatly increase deaths. And it's a depopulation event. But the other reason, too, that the WEF wants war with Russia Because Russia, and I'm not a Putin apologist, believe me, but Russia is doing things the right way. They're going to gold-backed currency. 
They're not taking a step back from their energy and freezing their people to death this winter like they are in Germany, the UK, and soon to be here in America. They're saying, hell no, we're not going along with this stuff. What What's that? Uh, you'll have nothing and love it? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. And Putin is saying no, and they want to take him out. Did you know Putin actually trained with Klaus Schwab in the Young Global Leaders Program? Are you aware of that? But finally, he just said, this is not in our best interest as a nation. Unfortunately, the nations of the West are saying, yeah, freeze our people to death. Yeah, sacrifice them on the altar of war. And do you know who else benefits from this coming escalation of war? Our military industrial complex. Mostly Democratic donors. Mostly Democratic donors. Are you going to... Allow your children, your adult children, to be drafted into a war in which most of them will come home in body bags. Are you okay with that? And the question I have is, if you're not okay with that, then what are you willing to do about it? See, I I talk a lot about the psychological difference between South American citizens and American citizens. Why are we tolerating this? And, oh, by the way, did you hear that Putin's making noise for peace talks. He and Zelensky actually had a preliminary, or their people had a preliminary discussion about a month after the war broke out. Biden said, you want us to help you? You stop this now. Biden was does not want de-escalation. He has not used diplomacy. He is the consummate warmonger. Of course, we know it's not Biden making the choices. It's Obama and Susan Rice. But it's the same thing, and they work on behalf of the World Economic Forum. So we look at this and we say, are you going to capitulate? Or are you going to join with your adult children and it'll be, hell no, we won't go. I hope it's the latter. I hope it's a hell no, we won't go. And I said this even earlier in this broadcast. Not only do we not just need to dishonor their draft, we need to dishonor what they bring us. And you're saying, well, what do you mean by that? I'm talking about their Fortune 500 companies. Don't shop there. Don't shop in the corporate chains. Don't eat out in the corporate chains. Do the mom and pop stores. Get most of your money out of the bank. We've operating capital in and diversified, diversified. I've said this a million times, including this show. You have to be outside their system. Food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. Now, people are also asking me, Dave, what do you think the American military is going to do when the people stand up? Initially, the military will follow orders. But as the rank and file sees that, gosh, we're doing this to American citizens, you're going to see defections. And I know some of you are going to say, well, how do you know that, Dave? Well, in Jade Helm 16, they practice, and I'll quote, fighting against disaffected American guerrilla chieftains who were ex-military personnel. In other words, people who had fought for America, but had joined sides with the people and would be considered to be a domestic terrorist. They actually waged war games on this in Texas in a place called Bastrop, Jade Helm 16. And last year, they did Operation Robin Sage, 
same parameters. They know it's coming. They know it's coming. And I don't see anyone stopping it. Anyway, hold on for a minute. We're going to hear from one of our sponsors, and then we're going to come back with some final thoughts. I just want to remind everybody we've got a merch store. And at first I rejected this idea for years. Then finally it was like, oh, um, if this gets people talking, if it's a conversation piece, I think it's a good thing. So we put all our little sayings on the T-shirts and the sweatshirts and the hoodies, you know, freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. You can't dodge the hodge. This is a good idea because it will talk teach people to talk to each other and i want it to be a conversation starter you know those coffee cups we have those are available on the mugs as well too so go to davehodgesmerch.com davehodgesmerch.com and use the coupon code dave10 to get 10 percent off wow pretty cool huh Uh, I can't believe I have my own merch store. I feel so important. One of the things, too, that I also want to remind you guys about, though, is this. I can't overstress your need to prepare for food and for water. Prepare, uh, excuse me, foodwithdave.com is where you go for our storable food, which is on sale. And waterwithdave.com is where you go for water filtration. And have you seen six more attacks on the grid? Did you see that? How long does the grid have to stay down before you can't get water? Not very darn long. And therefore, you would be wise right now to take these precautions to make sure you have food and water. Because if you don't, the dictators will have plenty of food and water for you. So long as you do exactly as you're told. So go to foodwithdave.com and then waterwithdave.com. Both have specials. They have not raised their prices. This is now the time. Welcome back. I want to continue with that theme of these internal war games that have been practiced. I left one out, too, and I should probably mention this. Camp Grayling, uh, I believe it was 2009. Uh, no, no, it was 2016. And the um, Kigali treaties were approved by Biden, which is illegal. A treaty requires two-thirds approval of the Senate. Obama didn't get that. What he wanted was to be able to call in foreign troops from the United Nations, 28 signatory nations, to help him in times of domestic unrest. So that's something you need to know. And they did the war games, and I posted the video at com about those war games. So they have done this now three times that I'm aware of. So they know that resistance is coming. So people say, well, Dave, what will the military do? Will they side with the people? Will they side with the globalists? Initially, they're going to follow orders, but after a while, I believe they're going to break away. And all the war games we see acted out on this speaks to the fact that they're going to break away. This is already an anticipated event. And so they've talked about the wisdom of moving troops around so you're not policing your home area. But even they said, no, they still speak English. They still have American culture. Eventually, the worm is going to turn and people are going to say, I'm not following those those rules. Nope, I'm not doing it. And then some of these field officers will be inclined to do the same thing. And they could be left with the military ruled by Millie and the Joint Chiefs, and these people have absolutely no compunction to say, hell no, we're not doing this. 
So I, I do think that we could see foreign troops on our soil uh, battling against disaffected American military that says we're not going along with the globalists on this. And by the way, Milley, Milley, Joint Chief Seth, Milley, Mark Milley, they were examining in the Senate the debacle called the Afghan withdrawal. And he was asked a question about China and war. And he said, oh, we'd never do that. We'd never surprise attack China. Um, if we were going to attack China, I would be informing my counterpart. You know, <laughs> if that's not treason, I don't know what is. He did say that. That's part of the record. And it's interesting. And I want to pose the ultimate irony here. As we build towards a draft, as we build towards full-out war in Ukraine, isn't it interesting we'll sacrifice the flower of our youth, we'll send hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine, but our borders are wide open, and fentanyl sent to us from China, fentanyl is killing 120,000 people a year. It's the number one killer in Arizona. It's the number one killer across the nation for drug overdose, which is now the number one leading cause of death in America. And yet, we do nothing. Open that border wider. Did you see what Ducey did? It was a political stunt. But he tried to put railroad cars on the border. And Biden said, you can't do that. Oh, okay. And he took him down. Cost the state $80 million. You know, what should he have done? Send me an email, Dave Hodges at thecommonsenshow.com. Tell me what you think he should have done. And I'll tell you what I think he should have done from my perspective. Ducey should have said, well, we don't agree with you. We're under invasion. You're not fulfilling your constitutional duties. Therefore, you forfeited them to us. And we are going to defend our borders. So we will surround these railroad cars with DPS Officers, That's Department of Public Safety, which is effectively our highway patrol. And wouldn't it have been interesting to have a standoff between our DPS in Arizona and the criminal cartel that would be coming here to keep the borders open? That would have been a really interesting confrontation, don't you think? And I'll tell you what it reminds me of. It could have been like the Ammon-Bundy situation. Do you remember that, where people faced off against each other, the BLM and uh, various federal groups, and average people that came to the aid of Bundy? They said, you're not taking his land. You're not kicking him off his land for this mineral. And that's actually where the Uranium One story was uh, founded. Did you know that? Did you know that uh, the New York Times exposed Uranium One? Hillary Clinton extracting uh, <laughs> nuclear materials in the form of uranium, selling them to the Russians. Uh-oh, that's treason. That's uh, the Rosenberg style, and uh, anyone who's convicted of that could possibly face the death penalty. See, isn't that interesting how we did this? But, it, it, like I said, this country is perilously lost. And then finally, last comment. Are you locked in with your home Bible study? You should be. We are, and the UK is, we are arresting 
people for praying in public. If you're across the street from an abortion center and they think that you're praying, you may not even be praying out loud, they can arrest you for that thought crime. And I know you're thinking, you've got to be kidding me. That simply cannot be true. Well, it's true, and it's not only true, it's being acted on as we speak. And you're saying, this is really happening in America? Can I ask a question? What America would that be? Where is the Constitution respected in this country? There is no America as we knew it. So here's the question I have. Are you going to continue to be a slacker? Not that you are, but the person next to you might be. And are you going to continue to abdicate your responsibilities to your neighbors? Or are you going to take action? What action should we be taking? You tell me. Pretty interesting stuff that we're living in right now. This is, this is the times. I like to say this. You know, what was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. Harry, you aware we've got a really good TV show, the Common Sense Show TV. It's where we bring in a panel of experts. All most of them are versed in regime change, like what we're going through. Some of them we can tell you. Well, they were with uh, DHS. They were with FEMA. Some we can't tell you because of their severance agreement with the government. But we have a lot of alphabet soup types on our show. And what they their mission is, is to say, okay, this is what we know is happening in America. This is how they're trying to take the country down. And these are some defensive actions you can take. How do you sign up? Well, you go to the TV, and then someone says, Dave, is this expensive? And I would say, well, not really. It costs less than a cup of coffee per month. And we're basically just paying for bandwidth because we want to keep the American people informed. And this is the best way we can do it because there's no censorship. I couldn't get away with talking about the things we talk about on any other social media platform but this one because we're not monitored. But I will say this, too. Uh, A lot of this ends up sometimes in the public domain, and we're getting five-star ratings on these shows. It's absolutely incredible. The Common Sense Show TV. You want to look it up. You want to sign up today. Now, let's look ahead very quickly. Do you realize that we are coming to the end of this country, if for no other reason, the tremendous debt that we're accruing? Are you ready for wholesale collapses? Are you ready for the bank having a holiday and using that as the excuse to keep your money? Or paying you, say, hey, well, you have 10 cents on the dollar. It's okay. Or some people don't have any. Are you prepared for this? Or let me ask the better question. When is it time to put on the armor of God and go out and sing the song Onward Christian Soldiers as we fight to take our country back, as we fight to reinstall Jesus? Biden, in his Christmas speech, never mentioned Jesus' name one time. Yet that's the reason we have the holiday. Why? Because the Democratic Party took God out of their party platform years ago. And these people, most of them at the leadership level, are satanic. But keep in mind, keep in mind, they're not the only ones that are satanic. So are the leaders of the Republican Party who have joined forces with the Democratic Party, all designed 
to put the screws to you. Well, I want to thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Please make sure that you come back to our next broadcast. I hope you've enjoyed my stream of consciousness covering a bunch of different topics. And please go out and share the good word and keep Jesus at the center of what you do. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.